Welcome to the Click Podcast. I'm Danny Watson, a mindset and manifestation expert and founder of The Click, a company that helps women overcome their fears and limiting beliefs to create a life and business that they love. Within this podcast, I will help you get clear on what you want, identify the blocks that are holding you back, transform your mindset and raise your vibration so that you can co-create magic with the universe. If you are looking to design a life that truly sets your soul on fire and manifests more success and abundance, then you are in the right place. Hello ladies and welcome to a brand new week. For this episode, I want to talk to you guys about taking action towards manifesting your desires. And this is really an episode for anybody who perhaps kind of feels like they know what to do when it comes to the mindset side of things. Maybe you're already working on your beliefs, on your energy, but you're thinking, well, in the meantime, I'd like to start actually doing something. I'd like to start taking some action, putting the wheels in motion to make my desires or my dreams come to life. Now, It's something I think often gets missed out when it comes to talks about manifestation. So often when we think about manifesting, we think so much about the internal things, beliefs, energy. And of course, that for me is the most important part of the manifestation process. However, we are also human beings that take action on a daily basis. And if we sit in an empty room in isolation without ever meeting anybody, without ever creating anything or putting anything out there, then we're not actually putting ourselves in a position to actually manifest the things that we want, okay? So we do still have a role to play when it comes to taking action. I think the issue is, and perhaps why the action part isn't talked about too much, is because for most people, they end up taking too much action. They focus far less on the inner work and put too much emphasis on the doing, okay? But the doing is, of course, important. And this is really where I want to come back to this idea of inspired action. And that in order for you to manifest your desires, yes, you have to be doing the inner work. That's kind of your foundation for getting to where you want to be. But you also have to meet the universe part way. And what I mean by that is that you take one step and the universe is going to match that. You have to be being productive with doing the things that are going to move you closer to your dreams without getting into that hustle mode mentality, without sort of pushing for things, without kind of forcing things to happen. So this is where this feeling, idea of inspired action comes into play. It's not just taking any old action. It's actually taking action that's going to maintain your vibration. It's going to keep you feeling good rather than it becoming this something that you feel like you have to do. Okay, so how do we figure out then this plan of inspired action. Let's say you have a particular desire that you're looking to manifest. Let's say it's a sum of money that you're looking to manifest. Maybe it's, um, you know, you're a business owner and you're thinking, okay, I'd like to hit this income goal within my business. And you're doing the work when it comes to the inner stuff, but you're thinking, well, you know, I'd love some more guidance on what action steps I could be taking. You know, what should be the next step that I take? You know, what are the things that I should be doing and what are the things that I should perhaps 
not necessarily be doing. Now, I want to actually start, I know we're talking about action here, and you know, they're taking those physical steps, but I think even this part of the process, the foundation for this comes back to the belief work. I think most things, it always kind of comes back to this belief work because what we really want to understand is what are your current beliefs about taking action? So for example, let's say you are automatically assuming that you need to take lots of action. Let's say, for example, you've brainstormed a list of all of the potential activities that you could be doing, let's say, as a business owner. Maybe you've realized that you need to, let's say you need to create a website, maybe you need to set up your social media accounts, maybe you're thinking about creating some sort of free content for your audience, maybe you need to start, you know, putting your programs together or, you know, creating whatever it is that you are eventually going to sell as a business owner. Let's say you've made this big brainstorm, this mind dump of all of these action steps that you perhaps need to take. And let's say your mind is telling you, you can only be successful if you've done all of those things. You can only be successful if you've taken all of those action steps. If your mind is telling you that, then what does that mean for the action that you will take? You will naturally feel that you have to do it all in order to see success. Let's say, for example, your mind is telling you that to take all of these action steps it's going to take a lot of hard work. It's going to be difficult for you. It's going to take a lot of time. If your mind is creating that narrative, that is what you are going to witness when it comes to the action steps that you take. You will naturally gravitate to you know, doing tasks that feel hard, that take a long time, that take a lot of your energy because your belief system is telling you that this is what is required of you. So when it comes to designing your plan of inspired action, the first thing is to look at, well, you know, what is my belief system telling me here? And thinking about how would I like the action steps that I take, you know, to look like? What would I like them to be? How would I like to feel as I take action? Okay, so rather than thinking first what you think or you believe you should be doing when it comes to taking action, Start first with that, from that point of desire. What would you like to be doing? What would feel good to you? Okay, so this belief work, it's important that we start here, figuring out what are my beliefs about taking action? Do I believe things are going to be hard work? Do I believe I need to do a lot of things? You know, if I looked at my to-do list of things that I needed to do and just chopped off half of those things, do I 100% honestly still believe that I could be successful? So this is a good question to ask yourself right now, in fact. When you think about your to-do list, do you believe, let's say it's a to-do list for you know, your business, for example. If you were to let go of half of those things, do you still 100% believe that you could be successful? And for most of you, the answer is probably going to be no. Because realistically, they wouldn't be on your to-do list otherwise. The only reason you put things on your to-do list is there's a part of you that believes you need to be doing those things in order to get to where you want to be. Okay, so how do we change this? How do we lighten the load for ourselves? Well, it's by lightening our beliefs. 
starting to recognize that you can be successful without having to do all of that much work, without things needing to take years, without having to have this endless to-do list. And, you know, I'm kind of glossing over this part because it's something that I really, for me, it's really important. I couldn't have created this episode without mentioning the belief work. But this is something actually that is perhaps not just going to be a really short task. Looking at your beliefs into, you know, what you are doing versus who you are being. Because often we get stuck in this idea that we need to be doing things in order to be successful. Or we need to be doing things in order to be deemed worthy of receiving. So this was my big breakthrough, realizing that I was creating a lot more action steps, required action steps for myself as a business owner, because I had this deep-rooted belief that to be worthy of receiving money and success, I had to prove myself through doing lots of things, through working hard, through, you know, struggling and striving. I felt like the only way I'd be deserving of having my manifestations was through experiencing that. Okay, and so it took me to really redefine my beliefs about working, about my worth, to create a new narrative. Okay, so think about your beliefs first. What do you believe about the action steps that you need to take? Now, kind of intertwined with this process, I want you to start considering what are the action steps that you really, really want to do, that you're excited for, versus the action steps that you feel like you should do because you need to do. Because if you didn't do them, you wouldn't be successful without them. Okay, because quite often we fill up our plate with action steps of things that are just kind of keeping us busy. Things that we perhaps see other people doing. So we assume, well, that person's doing that. So perhaps I need to do that as well. I see this happen a lot within the entrepreneurial space, within the business space, where people just jump on the bandwagon with certain trends or certain activities that they do them just because they see others around them doing them. And maybe those other people are being successful by doing those things. But just because somebody else is doing a certain thing doesn't necessarily mean that thing is right for you as well. Because what could feel really great and expensive for one person actually might feel really not so great for another person to do. And I made this mistake so many times, especially as a new business owner, where I'd see somebody else doing something and I think, well, you know, they're really successful doing that. So I should give it a go and I should try this. And, you know, maybe this action step will help me create that kind of success as well. And actually, I didn't check in with myself and say, well, would I actually enjoy this? If I didn't see this person doing this thing and being successful with it, would I still be gravitating towards this certain activity? And a lot of the time, I think if I'd asked myself this question, my answer would have been no. This isn't something that I feel called to do. I'm just doing it because I can see other people out there doing it. And just because somebody is successful doing a certain activity, taking a certain type of action, doesn't automatically mean that you're going to be successful with it as well. And this happens quite a lot with sort of, let's say, marketing trends of doing a certain thing when it comes to your marketing. We think, oh, well, this this is the latest marketing trend and this is working really, really well. And it might be working really well for one person, but that's not because it's this new trend and it's the trend that is doing the work. It's because that person is working in alignment with what feels good to them. 
It's the energy behind the person that is creating the result, not the specific marketing strategy. And this is why I get so frustrated when people ask me, and I've been in this position where I've asked other people, you know, what would you recommend when it comes to marketing my business? What do you see as something that's working really well right now within the industry? And it's like, well, you could have the best marketing strategy behind you, but if that is not stacked upon the right foundation, that foundation being your mindset, your energy, that marketing strategy will take you nowhere. And I know this because I've seen this play out within my business where, you know, I have, you know, very perhaps naively just, um, you know, listened to people, listened to experts who, you know, are very good at what they do. And, you know, they have all of these incredible marketing strategies. And then I've just tried to blindly implement them into my own business without really checking in and asking, well, does this feel in alignment with me? Does this feel good right now? And then wondered why I've not seen the same kind of success that they've seen with it. Okay, so it's going along with what you're feeling pulled to do rather than, you know, what you see other people doing or what you feel like you should be doing because maybe an expert is telling you to do that. Now, this isn't to say that expert advice when it comes to the action steps you should be taking, taking, you know, it isn't helpful because it definitely is. Like when it comes to me and my business and the marketing side of things, like I didn't have a clue. When I started my business, I had no idea about building a business online, about online marketing, about social media. I had absolutely zero clue. And I didn't just pluck this knowledge from thin air. It was information that I consumed from experts, from hiring people, from being a part of business programs. And I very much see the value in that. However, you don't want to just blindly hand over your power to, you know, and, and just blindly follow somebody else's guidance without checking in on your own self and your own intuition as well. Okay. You don't want to cut yourself off from your own wisdom. And this is where being able to check in with yourself and say, like, does this feel aligned with me? Does this feel expansive? That's where you can use the help of experts, but also maintain your own power in the decision as well. And that's something that I would definitely encourage everybody to do, especially sort of business owners. And the great thing is, is that often we are, we're presented with lots of different options when it comes to action steps we can take. You know, again, I'll use sort of building a business as an example here. When it comes to marketing a business, there are so many different options out there. As part of the Click Academy, our coach training program, we obviously support our students there with the business side of things, but we're not just giving them this, you know, one size fits all plan. There are different options and different methods of marketing yourself as a coach. And it's up to you to then pick which is the method that's going to work the best for me, which feels, you know, the most aligned for me. Now, let's just talk about this for a second, this feeling of um, alignment. You know, when it comes to taking action, does this feel good to me or does it not? How do you really figure this out? And something I think that I've learned that is really important to mention is that sometimes the action steps that are, in fact, inspired action may not necessarily feel that way to begin with. Because what I don't want you to do is just take this philosophy, oh, well, it doesn't feel good because it feels scary, therefore I am not going to do it. Because you may find that the things that you're most afraid of 
the things that put you most outside of your comfort zone, have the opportunity to become the most inspired action steps you could take. So what I don't want you to do is use inspired action as an excuse to keep yourself in your comfort zone and as an excuse to keep yourself playing small. So it might be, let's say for example, you're thinking about starting something new. Maybe it's a business, maybe it's some other project and you're really, you know, you're feeling quite excited about this. You've had this sort of idea planted in your head, but then you come back to this sort of idea of inspired action and you think, well, If I want to manifest, you know, a certain outcome in my life, let's say more money. And to do that, I need to be taking inspired action. If I think about this thing, this new project, actually, if I think about it, it feels quite scary. There's lots of things within that that I perhaps just don't feel comfortable doing. I don't want to do. I don't feel good enough to do. I don't feel qualified enough to do these things. Therefore, that for me just doesn't feel inspired action. So, yes, I still want to manifest maybe the money, the success, but that's not going to be the way I do it because right now that just doesn't feel inspired for me. Now, it could be that that path had the potential to be a very inspired action path for you. However, all of those excuses are going to hold you back from actually taking those those steps because you're thinking to yourself, well, it feels scary, it feels new, it feels out of my comfort zone. But I have found that the things that have often felt the most scary have often become the things that I've enjoyed the most within my business. A good example of this was when I was doing a lot of coaching one-on-one and I I was told actually, and, and this was again this a good example of where we're kind of guided by experts. You know, we can be told by experts, okay, this is a good action step for you to take, but we need to sort of also check in with our intuition as well. So I was in this program, this business program, and they were sort of looking at what I was doing in terms of my marketing. And I, at the time, I was just basically sending people to a page on my website where they could sign up for my one-on-one coaching. And this expert expert recommended to me that I actually, rather than just doing that, I would instead invite people onto a call with me where I could actually talk about my coaching program with them. And instinctively, I was like, no, <laughs> this isn't something that I want to be doing. Um, I am actually quite um, introverted. Um, I call myself an extroverted introvert because often I, I appear as if I'm quite an extrovert person, but I actually am very introverted in that I don't get my energy from being around others. In fact, when often when I am having lots of conversations with people or let's say I go to a big event and I'm meeting lots of different people, I get tired very, very easily. Whereas extroverts, they get their energy from being around other people. I actually get my energy from spending time alone and I need a lot of alone time to really replenish my energy and to kind of make me feel good. And so the thought of doing all of these, you know, discovery calls with other people, I thought this isn't inspired for me. This isn't what I want to be doing. I can't be doing this because, you know, I know that this is an inspired action. And I knew at this point that if I was going to be successful, the action steps that I was taking, they needed to feel good. So I kind of shut this idea down and I closed myself off to it. 
And this person kept sort of, you know, insisting, you know, this is a really good suggestion and I would highly recommend, you know, especially if you're going to be working one-on-one with these clients, I would highly recommend, you know, having a phone call with them. And so I started to do it. I started to implement it into my strategy and I started to do a few calls. And obviously at the beginning, I felt very uncomfortable doing them. Um, You know, I yeah, it just definitely did not feel good for me. Uh, you know, it was something that I was still very nervous around. I get myself quite worked up about taking these calls. But often when things are unfamiliar to us, it's often, you know, they become the things that we don't enjoy doing because they're out of our comfort zone. But by making them more familiar, by doing them more frequently and, you know, doing them often, we actually get a better understanding of whether we enjoy doing that thing or not, okay? And so what I realized was that the only reason I wasn't enjoying doing those calls was because it just was something outside of my comfort zone and it felt unfamiliar. I was making a judgment on doing something before I'd actually even given myself enough of a chance to do it. And actually, after a few weeks of doing these calls, so I had you know, a few weeks of calls that were booked in, which I was committed to. People had scheduled these calls and I didn't want to back out of them. So I thought, well, I'm just going to have to show up and do these calls and get on with them and just see what happens. And the first kind of week of calls were a bit of a disaster. I'm not going to lie. I was very nervous and I don't think I had a single person actually say yes to me <laughs> within that first week. But the second week, things began to feel a lot easier, a lot lighter. I started to get more used to sort of the structure of the calls and the success of those calls, it started to really show. You know, I had more people kind of wanting to actually work with me off the back of doing these calls. And then by the third week, it was like a completely different story where I'd actually really got into the swing of doing these calls to the point I was actually really enjoying them. (laughs) In fact, it became one of my favorite parts of my business. I loved connecting with potential clients on these discovery calls. You know, often it was regardless of whether they signed up to my coaching at the end of it. I just absolutely loved hearing people's stories and, you know, asking them these questions and getting to connect with so many incredible women during these calls. And so my point of this is that This was an action step that I could very easily have disregarded as being, you know, uninspired action. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it because just because I'm told, being told to do this, you know, I could have just not done it at all. And I would have completely missed out on an amazing opportunity to not only, you know, enable me to do this really inspired action activity within my business, but to also be able to then witness the amazing results off the back of that. And it was an incredible transformation that happened within my business when I went from sending people to a sales page to actually getting out of my comfort zone and getting on calls with these potential clients. The shift in, you know, the success of my business was really remarkable. And I truly believe it's because I stepped up and I stepped up and I gave this a go and I allowed my my sense of feeling good to guide me. You know, if I'd have been doing this for months and months and months and it still didn't feel good, I perhaps then would have said, okay, well, this is not inspired action for me. You know, I've been doing it now. I've got out of my comfort zone. It's not something I'm afraid of doing anymore. It just just doesn't feel good. I'm not enjoying it. (laughs) Then it might have been a different story. But it felt like the more that I did this, the better it felt. 
and the easier it got and the more successful I became with it. So let that be a lesson for you. If you are putting something off at the moment and you're saying, well, it's because it doesn't feel good to me and I want to manifest a certain outcome and I know that I need to be feeling good, don't make that decision until you've given yourself a proper shot at doing it. Now, one thing I also want to add here is that don't be afraid to pivot. When it comes to taking action, don't be afraid to change things if you feel like they're not working or don't be afraid to change things if all of a sudden they just don't anymore feel good to you. And this is the thing, like, especially as business owners, you change quite a lot through the process of becoming a business owner, especially when you're doing all of that personal development work. Um, on yourself. And actually, some of the things that perhaps once lit you up may not resonate with you a year down the line, two years down the line. So actually, a really, you know, good example of this is actually for me with doing these discovery calls. And actually, it wasn't the fact necessarily that I stopped enjoying doing discovery calls. It was more that I was ready to step up within my business and take more of a CEO role rather than, um, you know, be working within my business. I wanted to be working on my business. So I was kind of leveling up as a business owner, but it definitely wasn't that I kind of didn't enjoy doing those anymore, but it was a part of my business that I knew I needed to kind of let go and step away from, or rather hand over the reins to somebody else. Okay. So Something that you might be doing an action step right now, it may not necessarily be a forever thing and that's okay. You're going to change. Your business will change. Um, So for me, it was a big, big thing to start building up a team of people who were going to do these discovery calls for me. And that in itself was very much aligned action, but it felt very scary at first. Okay, so to begin with, when I asked myself, you know, am I ready to start bringing on a team? Straight away, I was like, no, this is too soon. It felt scary. It was very much out of my comfort zone. However, I knew that sometimes the things that are initially outside of your comfort zone become the most inspired action steps to take. So despite it not necessarily feeling amazing to begin with, I started to hire team members. And after a couple of months of them taking the calls for me and me kind of really stepping into a different role within my business, I realized just how much of an inspired action step that was. Okay, so it's just reiterating that not always, to begin with, an inspired action might not feel that inspired. Now, don't forget to utilize the universe when it comes to figuring out your inspired action plan. Remember, this is a process of co-creation. Manifesting is you and the universe working together. And, you know, if you want an answer to something, all you have to do is ask. So I always love to ask for signs from the universe. Like, am I on the right path? Is this what I should be doing? Can you give me some sort of sign that this is the right action step for me to be taking? A really great example of this, if any of you have listened to the episode where I talk about um, manifesting my dream home, I, when it came to taking inspired action and actually putting in an offer on a house, you know, that was the action step that I was taking. I asked for a sign from the universe and I got given signs in abundance. Um, You know, I got given all of these symbols to look out for in the house that I was viewing, which I then ended up seeing. So definitely check out that episode if you um if you want to hear that story and you've not done it's the the manifesting my dream home story. But I use this 
like process all the time of asking the universe, like, okay, should I be doing this? Is there something else that I should be doing? Okay, what should I be doing next? Okay, yes, we can go to experts for this advice, but we can also tap into our own inner wisdom as well, connect with the universe and allow the universe to show us the path. Okay, just whilst I'm on this topic as well, the universe showing you us the path, like remember when it comes to planning out the steps of action for us to take, we don't necessarily need to have that whole process step by step mapped out months and months in advance of things that we need to be doing. The only thing we really need to be focusing on is the next step. Okay, a great quote here is, you don't have to see the whole staircase, you just have to take the first step. And as you start taking steps along your path, the path ahead of you will become clearer. So you take one inspired action step, and that will give you clues as to what step to take next. Or as you start walking along your path, the universe is going to show up and it's going to start giving you clues as to what you should do also. Okay, or it might even take those steps for you. And this is the beauty of working with the universe is that actually the action we need to take often becomes a lot less when we allow the universe to step in and to guide us. Because often we take full responsibility for the action side of things. You know, let's say you do a big brain dump of all of the action steps that you need or you believe you need to take to get to where you want to be. And you think, well, I've got to do all of these myself. But actually, the universe might step in and it might take some of those things off your plate. So a really good example of this, when I was first launching, it was my first ever group coaching program. And at the time, I had, you know, a reasonably sized audience, but it wasn't a huge audience. And I remember thinking, okay, well, I'm going to launch this program to my existing audience, to my existing email list. But then afterwards, I'm really going to have to double down on all of the online networking that I'm doing. Um, You know, I'm going to have to do lots of, you know, guest. um, I was going to be doing lots of guest interviews on other people's podcasts. I was going to be doing lots of networking online and Facebook groups and on Instagram. And I had this whole sort of big strategy planned out of how I was just going to get more people to find out that I existed as a coach. So I'd get more people to enroll into my group coaching program. And I created this big strategy and I was looking at it and it was just making me feel not necessarily excited. It was actually just making me feel quite exhausted because it almost felt like I had this really big job ahead of me of, you know, building up my audience to really kind of make this work. And What actually happened was that I ended up just announcing my group program to my existing email list, which was relatively small, and my existing following on social media, which again was relatively small. And all of my places on my um, group coaching program were actually booked up through my existing audience. And so what the universe had done here, because I'd actually said to the universe, look, can you help me out a little bit? I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed. This is the outcome that I want. I want to have a fully booked group coaching program. And 
I'm willing to kind of do my part and take inspired action by showing up for my existing audience, sending them an email, you know, creating a post that I've got this new program launching. That felt good to me. But I've got all of these other activities that I kind of feel like I should be doing because I feel like I should have a bigger audience and I should be putting myself out there and I should be sort of hustling that I don't necessarily want to do. Universe, could you step in here and support me? You know, give me some guidance, give me some sort of reassurance of what I should be doing. Just help me out a little bit here. And what was really interesting was that, as I said, I announced it to my existing audience and all of my spaces were filled. So I didn't have to do all of those things. And I look back now and I believe that that was the universe's way of taking off, you know, stuff from my plate, you know, taking away some of those things that I felt like I perhaps should be doing that I didn't necessarily have the energy for at that point in time. Okay. And that all that took was me asking for that support. Okay. If you ask, the universe will always deliver. Remember, it's not your responsibility to have all of the action steps figured out right now because the universe is constantly going to be sending you people, opportunities, experiences that are going to support you in getting to your desires. So the only thing for you to do when it comes to taking action is to just keep doing the things that make you feel good. And remember, sometimes you have to get out of your comfort zone first for those things to actually feel good. But you need to be giving these opportunities a try, like doubling down on the things that do feel really good to you and just making sure you're maintaining that positive vibration, okay? Because there's absolutely no point in taking an action step if all it does is makes you feel crappy about yourself, if it makes you feel sort of exhausted, drained, if you feel like you're just doing it just because you feel like you should be doing it. Yes, definitely give things a go and experiment with different things, but don't just kind of keep slogging away with something just for the sake of it, okay? Just, you know, because you feel like, oh, if I'm being busy, it I'm being busy, you know, and um, it's then going to therefore make me feel more deserving of getting my outcome. So I hope this episode made a lot of, made a lot of sense for you ladies today. And um, yes, please keep reaching out with um, your hellos on Instagram. You can find me at Danny underscore Watson underscore coaching. Come and say hello there. Um, I've had a few people recently reach out about my book, which the only place you can purchase it from at the moment is on Amazon, um, unfortunately, because I know some people asked if they could purchase it from elsewhere. So um, yeah, it's only available on Amazon at the moment. Um, And if you just type in self-love and spiritual alchemy, it will come up on Amazon. So yeah, you can find it there. And um, yeah, thank you for everybody who has read it and sends me the kind messages on Instagram. Um, Yeah, I really, really appreciate it. Honestly, makes my day (laughs) to receive your messages. So definitely keep them coming. Have a wonderful week and I will catch you on the next, next episode. Bye ladies. If you are wanting to build your own successful online coaching business, make sure to check out Freedom, Abundance and Impact, our free 10-day business and mindset course for coaches and aspiring coaches. To access, simply head to wearetheclick.com and click free course in the menu.